stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. There's some stuff going on in and around Toronto that is, is really interesting, and we wanted to have a conversation about it. The story, if you don't know it, is that York police have named 16 drivers charged with impaired driving over the weekend. Uh, in the article, and of course I'm reading the article uh, from the author's perspective, and it's written with a lot of disappointment. And I think that, that the tone of the quotes really do... Um, share that disappointment in the fact that so many people drinking and driving. So we've reached out and we got a little bit of help. Constable Andy Pattenden uh, from York Regional Police is on the phone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. Is it safe to say that this is sort of this whole topic is just laced with disappointment? It sure is. Disappointment and frustration and that uh, the quote that uh, you're reading comes directly from our chief of police, Eric Jolliffe, who, uh, you know, with the recent um, spike that we've had in impaired driving incidents in our region and the ongoing efforts that we've put into it, showing no sign of these numbers turning for the better, um, he, he's, he's fed up with it. And we're taking a new and different approach, a different step here, uh, and hopefully we can help turn the numbers in the positive direction for us. The way that I want to talk about this, sir, is that to I am curious about some of the policing legality things here, and I'm going to get clarity, I hope, uh, from you, and then then we'll chat a little bit about the impact of these things. So, first of all, the the quote says 16 drivers were charged with 27 impaired relating driving charges uh, this weekend alone, and that's uh, distressing. Is the trend? Is the quote? Now, the. The thing, though, is that the charges are being published publicly in order to make sure, I think, set an, is it set an example? I don't know what you're allowed to say. Is it set an example? Like, how does that work in police speak? Uh, yeah, no. So under the Police Services Act in Ontario, we have the authority to release the names of people that are charged with criminal offenses. So we, we often do that. Uh, we see it for homicides, for, um, you know, robberies, for thefts. Uh, we name this. Historically, though, uh, our police service has not named uh, impaired drivers publicly. Um, what we have seen, though, is that, that year over year, the numbers of people um, charged with these offenses continues to increase, and they really are putting innocent lives at risk. So I can tell you that this year alone, uh, our service in York Region has laid more than 1,400 uh, charges for impaired relating driving offenses. Um, it's an incredibly high number. Uh, we've also had five fatalities on our roads this year. And, uh, you know, if you go back to 2015, and it was in September, that we had the very highly publicized uh, impaired driving collision that killed the Neville Lake children, the three children, and their grandfather here in Vaughan. Uh, we really did think that the numbers would go down just from the, the public uh, outcry, um, the, the pain and the suffering that this family went through. We really thought we'd see people making the choice not to drive while they're impaired. But we haven't. In fact, we've seen the numbers go up year after year after year. So, you know, as I mentioned, you know, our chief is, is taking a stand here and uh, has decided that we're going to be putting out the names of each of the people that are charged with impaired driving offenses. And this comes as a result of soliciting, you know, from our community, what more do you think we can do? Because we do a lot here. And, and you know, that we're asking what more can we do? And, uh, you know, our community wants the names of those published. So... We've decided to put it out there, and uh, uh, it's within our authority to do so. 
And uh, we're hoping that uh, it'll act as a deterrent for those people who are making that choice to drive while impaired. And if not, then uh, their name will be posted. And uh, that when they also receive their 90-day driver's license suspension, which is automatic when charged with an offence in Ontario, that if people see them out there driving and their name's been posted, maybe they'll give us a call and we can further investigate and enforce those suspensions. How often when somebody, and maybe this is a statistic that's just not readily available, so uh, answer as best you can. How often is it when someone goes through a check stop and they get, they've obviously shown some sort of signs where it's breathalyzer or uh, testing or behavior that gets them charged with drinking and driving. Like we're talking, we're taking you, your car's gone, um, you better call for help, kind of drinking and driving. And how often does that fall through and not be accurate? Uh, Well, I mean, that's up to the courts to decide what the end result of it is. Uh, But I can tell you, you know, our officers are very highly trained in the detection of impaired driving. The equipment that we use to analyze breath samples uh, is reliable, it's proven, it's it's nothing new, uh, as well as field sobriety tests that we use for impaired by drug. Um, You know, our officers gather the evidence, and when they lay a charge, they take it very seriously. So, you know, we're not laying a charge because we think somebody's impaired. We lay a charge because we know they're impaired and the evidence supports that. We put that forward to the court and then from there what happens is it's it's out of our hands from that point. And legally, uh, you guys as the police in York, you have the legal right to post charges publicly. That's correct. And so it's under the Police Services Act in Ontario. We're allowed to do that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we're clearly stating these people are innocent until proven guilty. Absolutely. Uh, they can go through the court process if they, if they so desire. Uh, and uh, the information is that these people have been charged. So that, that's, you know, where, where we're positioning it as well. When we post the names, it's going on our website. It is going to go to social media. And from there, uh, every week we will be putting out a media release with the names. And, um, you know, after a 30-day period, it does drop off of our website. Uh, that's our standard retention period for information on our website. So um, that will drop off. But, you know, it's again, we're, we're, we're just hopeful that uh, this step might act as a deterrent from someone who's thinking, you know what, I'm willing to take the risk to drive impaired. Uh, maybe, you know, the feeling of shame that they may have in the community if their name's posted there amongst their family might act as a deterrent. So this is, that's the mechanics of all this stuff, right? That's the job. Um, those are the, the way that it gets done. Now, as we continue talking about drinking and driving and, and Andy Pattenden, do I say that right, Pattenden? Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. Um, from, um, from York Regional Police, have you ever had to go to uh, somebody's house in the case of an accident like that and have to tell somebody? Have you ever had to do that? I've not had to do a notification myself. Uh, however, I can tell you that I've as my role as media relations officer that I am here currently and have been for the last number of years, uh, I attend the scenes very frequently where fatal collisions have occurred involving impaired driving. Uh, and then that just is where the process begins. Um, we oftentimes spend a lot of time with the victims' families uh, as they go through the court process, as they're, you know, um, the media are soliciting them for comment. We work with them through that process. And, you know, it's it's heart-wrenching to see and devastating to see the effect of impaired driving. And these are, for the most part, uh, completely innocent people that were on the roadway at the time that that impaired driver struck them um, and, and a life was lost. So um, we take a look at uh, just in York Region alone this year, uh, we've had eight people that have died as a result of uh, homicide 
and uh, five people that have died as a result of, of impaired driving. And, you know, publicly we see the two are weighted quite differently. Um, you know, the, the, the people that have lost their life as a result of impaired driving and this year in York Region, completely innocent. Had nothing to do with anything. They were just on the road in the wrong place at the wrong time. Andy Patton and York Regional Police, uh, I, just an appeal to you as a man and you as a, a guy who serves the public. Um, how do you, what would you say to just ask people not to drink and drive in your own words? It's, it's tough. We've been doing this for so many years, asking people not to do it. Then what we're seeing is there's a certain percentage of the population that just doesn't care or that is willing to take that risk. We, we say time and time again, the safest amount is zero. And, and if it was zero, you've had, it just takes the decision-making process away. Should I drive? Have I, am I okay to drive? Uh, it, it just should be zero. So, you know, our message is if you've had any alcohol or any drugs, just don't get behind the wheel of a vehicle. There's so many other options, so many different ways of getting around wherever you may be, uh, and we encourage you to employ those options. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Andy Patton in York Regional Police um, sharing publishing charges on drinking and driving. And the conversation that's come up is that innocent until proven guilty. Public shaming. Where does that go? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.